Is that Rock Valley? Yeah. That looks like Rock Valley. Is that Rock Valley, guys? Hmm. That, Rock that was Rock Valley, that video. Yeah, yeah that Ron, last one was. Ron, where's this video from you sent me? Um, That yep. looks like Wisner there. That, White Right, Texas. Nope, that could be White Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Here we go. Like Alan may be moving that leader cone a little bit there. Gentlemen, welcome to Outlawed Live with Ron Stone. We have the man back in the corner. So I pointed you over here, Ron. Yeah, there's Ron Stone. <laughs> Ron, now you pointed Alan Andrews below you. Okay, What's Alan, up, Alan? You pointed, Alan, you got to point at Josh. <laughs> It's all backwards, Alan. Just yep. just point yep. somewhere yep. and you'll get it right. <laughs> I see that. Going around direction. Wouldn't be the first time. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, Every Tuesday night, we get together, us band of hooligans, and uh, Ron's really been focusing on the young guns. And we have a legend, and we also talked about the legends of the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. Mark Ulmer, we had him on a few weeks ago, and uh, now we have Alan Andrews with us tonight. Dakota Deer, um, Josh and I were talking to him briefly before. Five-time Outlaw Points champion, right, Josh? Three times yep. in a row, you said? Five times. First one in 98, then again in 2013, and then 17, 18, and 19 consecutively. So quite an accomplishment in and itself also, right there. Also a National Farm Machinery Show um, champion as well in 2018. So, Alan, that's a hell of a resume, my man. That is a heck of a resume. This is where we let Ron take over. And... Uh, Guys, I'm going to hide in the background. I got friends coming over for Christmas. Alan, <laughs> thank you for coming on tonight. Ron, Josh, I'll yak at you guys later. Thank Thanks, you, Jason. Appreciate it. Alan, how are you tonight? I'm doing fine. Are, are you in the office there? Uh, I'm in my house. That's gotcha. kind of my office behind me, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Where, where's the trophy room there, Alan? Uh, it's out in the shop. Uh, it's, we lined all the walls. We built a shop back in 2012 in an office and we just put some shelving up and I don't know, there's, it's full. And then we got a whole bunch downstairs. We still got room for it. So got a few outside the shop. The, the, 
Oh, the big ones from Wisner and, and Rock Valley and them you got back in the day. We got them outside. Okay. Well, Alan, you know, we've got you on here. we got this legend series we're starting, and, and you, without a doubt, to qualify us as a legend with the Outlaws. Um, when did you start with the Outlaws? When, or when did you start pulling? Let's just let's start there. When, when the seed was first planted, when you first caught the bug. Well, we was uh, going to 4-H back in the day, in the, back in the 70s, and uh, they had local pulling there. You know, your 4-H guys always bought the tractors to town, and uh, my dad had a G1000 Vista, Minneapolis, and I drove it up to the fair, and we pulled the 10,000-pound no-turbo class with it. And uh, we ended up coming out on top that day, and I think that's when it kind of got stuck. But then I had to go to school for about four years to get through high school. And then we started pulling uh, farm stock with the, the hometown 40 or We had a 4440 back then with a cab on it. We all bopped around the you know local farms, pulls, uh, county fairs, uh, got over to Minnow area with the Almers. We pulled over there at a dirt road, I think. And then uh, we kept going. And we pulled with uh, – I had a friend that pulled with uh, South Dakota at a – tractor pulling association at one time and he had an international and I helped him win a championship there. And, uh, the guy was an usher at my wedding and he burned his tractor up that day in 85. And, uh, and so we borrowed my 4640 and finished disc in that spring in April. We got married in April and, uh, well, in 89, the crank, on the 4440, it went bad. So my dad traded off for a 4650 front wheel assist. Well, that's not a very good pulling tractor. So he gave me uh, his 1066, I think it was, or 12, whatever it was. Some, no, it was 1466, whatever it was. I pulled that actually in the South Dakota State. Uh, I got 12,000 pound class out of the field. And uh, I won with the International 1066, if you believe that. Or 14, whatever it was whatever it was so you, so you actually drove a, a red tractor at one point then i drove it for a whole year yeah i did uh okay. Okay. We, we try to block that off a little but yeah we <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were right. in one year that's all right we like those red tractors here with the outlaws so. yeah <laughs> so now going back here you said you had Four years high school to complete after you caught the bug. Does that mean you started in the eighth grade pulling? Uh, I started my freshman my freshman sun, summer. Freshman uh, after your freshman uh, year or before? Right before. Okay. Yep. So right after. Right well, after the freshman and sophomore year uh, was the last year. Last time I actually went to the pulling track competitively until after. Basically, we pulled it off and on during the summer, but. Uh, too young yet, you know, only 14, you start in FFA, FF, 4-H, I'm sorry. In 4-H, you had to be 14 to drive. And then you have your parents' permission. And then, well, they got to school, we did some sports and, you know, and the regular high school stuff. And after that, right. we, we started pulling uh, back out on the circuit, you know, I guess, county fairs and local pulls. Now, who did you know that was in the pulling? Was it a family member or? Uh, no, uh, not really. My brother pulled a little with me, but my dad never did pull. Uh, back in the 70s, I uh, had a friend 
uh, named Alan Mings. He used to pull a 40-20 and, or 40-10 and come by once from pick dad up and take off with it, and he would let me go. I was too little. And uh, that's kind of where I got started back in the 70s, you know. I wanted to go watch him pull, and we actually went down to Hinton, Iowa, and it was a Northwest National Pole. That's where I kind of fell in love with it down on Hinton, sitting on the side berm down there, watching him down the track. Huh. So tell us tell us how you settled into the super farm class. How did, how did that come about? Well, when we got down to the International, I went and bought a well, matter of fact, the same tractor around the day. It's a 4430 out of a junkyard. And we started pulling around home and put a bigger turbo on, you know, and a pump, you know, all that stuff. And uh, we kind of got. About what year are we talking? 1991. We pulled 1991. Uh, 92, we joined the Bush Association. Uh, we pulled down there for, well, we still pull there occasionally. But uh, kind of got my feet wet there, pulled down there for years. I went three and a half years before everyone a tractor pull. That seemed like a long time to me, but <laughs> I finally got one. <laughs> and then, then uh, about ninety five, about ninety five era, a friend of mine, <clears throat> uh, Eddie Hop, and got talking. We started talking to Dennis Goodwin about joining the Iowa, you know, for a super farm class. And uh, back then, we were called Pro Stocks at the, at the Nebraska Bush level. That was a Pro Stock tractor to them. Okay. And uh, we got together with Ken Lamping, our regional director, and that was a good one, and then some guys out of Minnesota. Uh, and that's how the Super Farm class actually became a Super Farm class, was 1995. And uh, there was five of us that pulled Iowa. We pulled two classes. We pulled a nine to Nine to ten thousand pound. Um, it stayed like that till at ninety eight. Um, ninety seven. I didn't have a tractor. I was going to go pro stock. Uh, back in ninety five and six, I actually put a pro stock charger on, and we changed the turbo, the injectors, and changed the pump, and all that in between tractor pulls. We go tractor pulling. Right. Uh, we we competed that. Uh, we won a uh, Spencer. Uh, not Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. We won Spencer one year for the pro stock. Going to go to Bowling Green, uh, burned a valve out, didn't get to go. Uh, uh, 97, I was going to build an overhead cam motor. Uh, Doug Roberts could help me do that. Uh, matter of fact, it still sits on the bench at the shop. I <laughs> never did have a tractor in 97. Okay. And then in 98, we uh, started pulling the Outlaws, and that was my first championship in 98. We went down to White Wright, Texas that year. I remember that. Then, then 97, 98, 2000, and then just kind of kept going. We just kept pulling. So when you first started Super Farm, you know, how much has that changed? I mean, just compare horsepower then to now. Oh, back then, I don't think we had much over 800, 6, 7, 800. It wasn't a lot. Uh, you were a glorified farm puller, basically. Had a 13-millimeter pump on by then, 466 motor. Uh, 3LM 466 charger, and uh, then in '95, I got a motor from Riverside at a 558. Um, and we picked up some power there that jumped us up a little higher. And I, somewhere around 
oh, I don't know, 99, 2000, someone we finally hit a thousand horsepower on the dyno. Um, and now, now we're a little bit higher than that. So just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we won't ask for any secrets on here, Alan. We'll just uh, there ain't any. <laughs> there ain't some of that southern language, just just a smidge over a thousand, right? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, so you said you started around eight hundred in Super Farm. I mean, that's what the thirty two hundreds are making close to that now. The, yeah. the thirty two hundred right. class we have now, so. Uh, yeah, they're basically running a, a step above us turbo wise. If you go back in the day and compare them, yeah, um, they had the three uh, three on four sixty six. Now they went to a another turbo, a little bit bigger, I think. Uh, I was in the media when they voted in, but I, I knew what they were talking about, but I never seen one. And they weren't allowed to run; they don't want water. We ran water back then. Okay. So yeah, you know, it was somewhere around that eight hundred area. But times have changed. I mean, they got better pumps than we had. There, there's a lot of things that changed in all them years. Oh, sure. You know, that they allow them to get there. So you you're know. a five-time outlaw champ, uh, Alan, and three of those were consecutive. Um, what's your secret? Riverside. Riverside? <laughs> <laughs> no. how, much, how much Riverside paying you, Alan? None. <laughs> No, I, I've been I've been doing Riverside since '95, and then we went away for a while and bopped around different shops, and then went back to them. And they build both basically in the bottom end, the block down. All the rest is ours, and you can buy a pump from anybody. That's pretty good nowadays, you know. Uh, pretty much name them Hearts, Fair Valley, you know, Weimers. There's all kinds of pumps that are all pretty comparable nowadays. Right, and. Uh, just run a combination that worked during them years. The uh, little out of the box deal. We had a little trick we was using, and it seemed to work. You know, your class, I always, you know, when I'm announcing, uh, I always mention the fact how how close the competition is in that super farm class. How You know, it, it's anybody's pull with, with a group of, the group of guys that you pull with in there. It's anybody's night uh in that class i mean the competition is so close compare it now to then i mean was it was it as close the competition back when you first started as it is now uh for most of us yes uh norm gavan always seemed like he always had the edge on us for quite a while and uh we finally closed the gap a couple times back in 95 i closed the gap on him and then it took me till no well, around we won the championship at 13. Um, just different combinations on the motor and cams and heads and stuff we learned. And uh, now, like you said, it, it, it's anybody. I mean, it's it's really hard to tell. Uh, track position, number, I mean, it's very easy to get first and very easy to get last in that deal. <laughs> yeah, that's – yeah, the competition is pretty tight in there. You got Wisen Camp and you got Red Rock. Um you got, you got uh, Chad and, and Brady on the Brulee Buck, of course. I mean, they had a really good year this yep. year. Um, is Chad there with you, by the way, or is he at home? He's at home. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's at home. They left me all by myself to fend with you guys. So, 
You mentioned uh, White Right there as a pool you'd went to several years ago. We sent you back to White Right this year. You had a pretty good weekend down there. Josh was down there announcing, but um, I threw one of those videos up from White Right there to start the show. But uh, Texas is pretty good to you this year. Yeah, Texas. Uh, yeah, we changed some stuff. We went down there and it worked. Uh, so yeah, it. Uh, we like going down there. I mean. You know, if they invite us down, great. If they don't, that's fine. I mean, it's just a fun place to go pull. I mean, it's a really nice, really nice arena. I mean, a lot of people, good place to park, easy to get in and out of. It's one of those pools you don't have any trouble driving to. Yeah. Um, anybody uh, you used to pull with that, uh, that we'd recognize some of the names? I noticed you mentioned Norm Cavan there kind of interesting to hear some of the names of, of some of the people that some of the legends have pulled with over the years. Oh, oh we pulled a, a lot of them. Uh, back in the day, we pulled with uh, – I pulled against Don Masterson and and uh, uh, Miller out of, out of Dubuque, Iowa. Oh, just about all the Super Farm guys. I went to Toma. I went to Bowling Green. Um, they all pulled, you know. A lot of super farm guys you'll see in other ranks now. You just different different classes. Uh, back when we started the outlaws in '98, there was only light supers, super farm, and heavy supers and pro stocks. That's all four tracks we class we had. Hmm. So, and we had way too many super farm. I think one time we had 42 at one hook. Wow. Yeah, it was it was that one summer. It was pretty crazy. Uh, you know, you'd go there an hour later, still pulling the same class. Well, that's not a real high entertainment value. So Doug come up with uh, Robert. He come up with some different uh, uh, classes, and and uh, a lot of the guys that we used to pull with pulled in classes. I mean, there's many. Uh, the Hoffman's pull this unlimited super stock. Uh, guy out in Nebraska with the uh, black little tractor. Only in the super little skinny guy. I can't think of his name. Hmm. He used to pull Cooper Farm, the Sluters. Uh, we pulled the Sluters a lot back in the day. Went to Kansas Sweep. You ever heard about that? Yeah. That was, that was probably the funnest time we ever had tractor pulling. That was legal. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that a lot about the Kansas Sweep. Uh, it was something very unique. There. It was very unique. Uh, we had three classes: us, the pro guy, pro four before pickup guys, and the pro stock guys. And uh, we went on first one was like a five day, and then the next one was like seven days. The next year was like nine, and the killer year was uh, eleven pulls in thirteen days in four different states. Wow! I'm not sure how we, I'm not sure how we went from uh, Chickasaw, Oklahoma, to uh, Washington, Missouri, and called to Kansas Sweet, but that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> Left Winfield, Kansas, and drove clear across the state of Kansas, Missouri, to next night pulled at uh, Washington, Missouri. Scott wow. Hogrew, there you go. Uh, Scott Hogrew is, is the other guys. Uh, um, yeah, so sometimes name. Go ahead. Asking if the Haugs ever pulled Super Farm. Yes, yeah, we pulled against Elmer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, back in Bush days. He had that alcohol. It's still, I'm sure, a version of that, you know, his big temptation. Yeah. And then they call the little temptation. And he ran a, a, he ran a, 
a little three by three charger and you couldn't catch him. He just had his wolf bed. Huh. <laughs> yeah, they all called it. It is all ran our tractors. By the time we get close, he actually admitted to us later. He said, yeah, he says, when you got close, I just turned the wick up a little bit. And he said, I could, I could get by you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's, somebody's saying that uh, at the, the 50th uh, National Farm Machinery Show, Lee Greenwood took pictures with you and your tractor. Well, that was, yeah, he was going to perform the live song that, that night. And, uh, we was going to the arena, and I was like fifth or sixth hook that night, and I got inside the door, and they shut it. Well, we went down on the floor to get announced, you know, and introduced and all that. Well, in the back, meantime, he was back there, and somebody took a picture of my tractor at me sitting there. Was all. That's how that got happened. It was just my tractor was the one sitting in the door, and he stood beside him and took a picture. Yeah. I have no idea who took it. Cool. Yeah. I, 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 was there that, I was there that year for that uh that show and uh it was kind of a surprise to have lee green would come in there they weren't they were pretty tight-lipped about him being there yeah kind of when he came out and did the national anthem so that was pretty cool we heard rumor but that that night when we got there that he was coming out uh you know so just have some patience he's gonna come walking down the track and that was pretty nice that was a very good tribute to the machinery show yeah i was uh texting back and forth with uh, one Dave Bennett uh, mm. that night before the show. And he said, yeah, they had a special uh, singer there that night. And he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't tell me who was coming out. So uh, he was, he was keeping the secret even. So Josh, turn it over to you for a second. I got to do something here real quick. Uh -oh. So, Alan, you've got the five outlaw championships. You've got the win at Louisville. We we try to ask everybody, what is your highlight moment? What is your big one that sticks out in your mind? Oh, I have to say Louisville. Louisville. Uh, yeah, you're pulling against, you know, probably some of the best tractors you're ever going to pull against, and they're all in one, one, one building, you know. Um, that to, to get that was – very special, yes. Any, any stories from behind the scenes at Louisville you want to share? Any wild moments or things that somebody may not know that's happened out there for you? Uh, not really. <laughs> Already got the Lee Greenwood story. That's that's quite a story in itself. So, uh, I guess the other one that goes kind of hand in hand with that question, if you could pull whether tractor, truck, any any vehicle, any association, any period in time, what would be your dream ride? Oh, I guess being a decent guy, like get on somebody's big pro stock and give that oral. I think that'd be fun. Uh, you know, you just don't there don't sit on a four thousand plus horsepower tractor very often. So, so as they own and build it, I wouldn't mind driving it. <laughs> well, you never know; it could definitely happen one day. You. I think anybody would trust their equipment with you, but. Have you ever been on anything other than uh, tractors that you've, you've owned? Like took a ride yeah. on something like a pro stock or something? Well, back in the day, uh, the outlaws had a winter series. Maybe, maybe you know that or not. They actually had a winter series. We pulled in a few poles down the winter. And that was in, I think, around 97 or 98. I went with Doug Roberts down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. 
And that's when he had the Barnyard Beast was on alcohol. Mm-hmm. And uh, he let me drive an indoor Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in that tractor pull. And uh, last thing I remember telling me was, if you're going to make a full pull, you got to go through the right gate or the, or the left gate. He says, all the way to get out of here. So I picked the right one, went through that hole, stuck the front end inside that gate. And uh, yeah, that was, alcohol is a little different driving than a, than a diesel. It's like electric motor to me. You push the gas and all of a sudden you're wide open. There's no in between. There's pretty, pretty responsive. <laughs> And then I, got scared. All the way, yeah. I got scared and pulled the damn throttle back and I shoved it back ahead. He walks up and goes, Boy, you did a hell of a job double cl- double throttle that. I said, Bullshit, I was scared. That wasn't by purpose, that was by accident. That's all that was. Worked but, out uh, nonetheless for you. Yeah, it helped. Go ahead, Al. It helped me get hooked up, I'll put it that way. Reading a comment here, uh, Kevin Miller. Yep. Said you, Alan's a class act. Remember pulling against him in the tri-state days. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the Spoo brothers. Yep. Might be misspelling. Came up from Kansas. Jeff Demers was pulling Super Farm in the early out old days. John Hoffman, when kids were young, with his Mark 50 Magnum. Kim Jocelyn in the group as well said it was a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, that was back in the days when we were, oh, I suppose, early 2000s, during that time frame. Yep. Where's your yeah. uh, Where's your favorite place to pull? Anywhere you've ever pulled, uh, favorite favorite location, favorite track? Uh, for me, it's pretty easy. Hinton, Iowa, when they had to pull there. Uh, when I was a kid, we'd go down there, and we've been going to Hinton, Iowa for – Many, many years and pulling the local farm stuff, you know, and then we got into the other, uh, my, I just said, man, it'd be fun to come over top of that hill one time and roll down there. And I don't think I remembered anybody after we went over that hill. We got down in there and it was uh, different. You, you know, you sit in the stands and watch, but you actually pull down the pits, down that hole. Uh, it was, and back then there was like five, 6,000 people there. It was crazy. But that was uh, probably, probably the most memorable pull I've ever been to, and I like to pull that. Yep. Okay. Whoa. Hello, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, I, I mean, you would be on, I'm sure, many, many people's list nowadays of, I don't know if you want to call it mentors or people that they looked up to throughout their career. Who were some of your inspirations in pulling Who'd you pay attention to back when you were younger? Oh boy! Uh, well, back in the day, we had uh, our state association. I guess you know the Almer, all the Almer boys. Uh, kind of got friends with them, and still today we are. I mean, we're good friends with the Almers. They they helped me out quite a bit. Uh, we talk all the time. Mark and Alan, they always they make stuff for me all the time. They always got something over there making it. Um, whether it be intake pipes or intake different or something, or we just have them, they just do it. Had a bad crank one time, took it over there, and they helped me get the dang thing back in. And, uh, you know, them guys were the ones that probably that's when Mark was doing the big grand national stuff, you know, pretty, pretty big deal around here then, you know, somebody out in the grand national circuit. Yeah. Those guys, they're, they're probably some influence on the whole deal. Yep. 
so what what does the future hold for for the Alan Andrews? Where where where's the future going to take us? How you going to be around for another 15, 20 years? Where, what's your thoughts on all that? Well, Mother Nature might have something to do with some of this, but uh, we'll probably pull as long as we can. Yep, yep, yeah. that that's kind of planned. Um, got him out in the shed, all poor part, trying to get ready for next year. Any ambitions on stepping up a class or anything? Are you liking the super farm? Or well, for us, uh, there's a lot going on around here. I mean, like a lot of my friends that pull, we all farm, and you got stuff on the farm you got to take care of and time away and all that's kind of the big thing and a lot of our pulls within you know 150 200 miles you can get about 90 percent of our hooks and if you had you come home that day you know um we don't do that much anymore we just kind of stick around and have a good time afterward but um it's basically location and and convenience of pulling uh during june we got spraying going on and we got a hog barn and you know just stuff always going on and you get in July and August, you get a little free time. Then we don't mind traveling, you know. I guess we're going to Colorado this year. Um, yep. but that's kind of our vacation during that late July, early August. There's a lot of hooking going on then. And, boy, I guess over, you're getting ready to go back to farming, you know. Get ready to, you know. So it's, it's just the location, what we got, and the people we pull with. I don't see myself moving, no. Well, good. Sounds like you found something that really fits you well and, Fits into your uh, schedule really good. So, mm -hmm. well, that's Super Farm Division. I mean, when you think of Super Farm, you think of, you know Outlaws. It's uh, you think uh, Alan Andrews and the Dakota Deer. Honestly, uh, you've been there since the beginning, and, and you had so much good success there with with your tractor, and and then your son's been pulling with you. Both sons, actually, uh, Chad and. Uh, and Brady, um, how long how long has Chad been been pulling in Super Farm? Uh, he's been doing since sixteen years old. Uh, he went with. He actually drove back in Kansas a few days. I let him drive a few times, and then uh, I don't know, like anything, you know, you get busy and got married and all that. And then right. uh, my cousin actually had this tractor. The other tractor was my cousin owned it, and uh, uh, just there was just time for him to move on. So we, we bought it, and another friend of mine uh, bought half of it, Leonard Paulson in town, and and, uh, and Dan Dan uh, Teal. They are John Deere guys, and they actually taught me a lot how to work on a John Deere motor, and they're mechanics, so they taught me how to do everything, you know, basically. And, uh, and uh, then we uh, kind of got into it and uh, pulling with both of them, and Leonard kind of backed out and said, I, you know, I'm going to do something else because I had great fun. He's, I'm just going to do, I think he took up golf. You know, he golfs a lot now. And, and, uh, so the boys and I just started taking it over and it's kind of a second tractor. We didn't do a lot of, you know, a lot of good stuff to it. I'll call it. And, uh, and then, uh, the last couple three years, we really kind of, whatever's on one's on the other, they ain't always the same, but we got close enough that we can play with them. Uh, we learn back and forth. That's kind of our own teachers, you know. Uh, on the track, it helps uh, gearing, you know, weight, you know. So, but yeah, I that, see that, that tractor was uh, had a really good season with uh, Chad and, and Brady uh, filling in for Chad uh, a few times there this this summer. 
actually finished a couple points ahead of you this summer uh, in the third spot where you wound up in fourth. But, uh, yeah, those guys are on a, on a, on the right track. It seems like you've got them on the right track uh, with that Bruley Buck tractor. Yeah, they had a little different setup in our Super Farm setup, and it matched up better with this charger, which taught us some about the different setups. But their setup uh, is a little different than mine, and it uh, it really helped uh, us learn over the winter, over the summer. Um, it was a learning curve for all the Super Farm guys because we're not used to that big turbo and you know all that. So I think I think you'll notice next year that. The class will be better and probably have a little more horsepower than last year. Um, just for whatever you learned, and, uh, just by driving them and what you did. And so, yeah, it's going to be a little bit. Yep. Experiment a little bit. Yeah, you'd mentioned yep. something at, at Gibbon to me after the pool. You'd, you'd, you'd got yours <laughs> figured out. Um, I don't want to ask you any secrets, Alan, but. Uh, but you said you had it figured out and you had it back to back to form where it was winning uh, years prior. So what 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 yeah. you have going on there? What'd you figure out? Oh, uh, it's all in fuel timing. Fuel timing. Yep. That set a fuel pump. Yep. We uh we played around with it, you know, we first got started, wasn't sure where he's at. We had a different fuel pump on than we used to. And uh, we played the pump and we finally found the spot that it seemed like it liked it more so than before and uh we don't we go to a dyno just to kind of get raw numbers uh we do a lot of playing with them during the during the summertime uh back in 16 17 18 19 uh once we got a dial in we didn't touch it much then uh they always accused me of playing with it but uh actually in 16 we did the same thing we took off that summer and we got out to uh David City, Nebraska, and we we changed the fuel timing again, and it uh, really woke it up. Um, then we never touched it for a few, four years, really. We just let it play. <laughs> Can you see the comment on the screen now? Yep. From Curtis. Said, so remember when you pulled in Pierce, Nebraska with a 4440 <laughs> tractor? <laughs> that early 90s, I think he's saying there. Um, said he rode down in a semi, and you come down in a in a Ford pickup truck down to the pool there at Pierce. You remember that? Yep, that's the same. That's the same uh, tractor. I've been the same. Yeah, we, yeah, we pulled down in Pierce. Uh, I think about every town in Nebraska we had a tractor pull. I think we've been there one time or another. Uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of them too. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, we went uh, a lot of pulls every summer. So you pulled with uh, other organizations besides Outlaws. Somebody mentioned Tri-State, and you, you mentioned Bush. Any other organizations you pulled with? Well, I guess the NTPA is, is where we all pulled at before the Outlaws came around. I mean, that's just – that's the only thing that was around. Right. Uh, yeah, we pulled uh, Tri-State. That was in – that ended up being uh, – I uh, can't think of the name of it right now. But it's uh, still still going. Still got an association here. Uh, Northwest Iowa, we pulled them some. Uh, Nebraska Bush. Um, uh, I think we pulled out in Central Iowa, but I don't know if there's any certain association. Uh, oh, one of the, one of the flag guys, uh, Philip or Phil, I took his name. 
he uh, actually put that on then. We pulled out there in central Iowa some. Okay. Um, well, we pulled on Missouri State Fair. There was, I don't know, 20 associations in Missouri, I believe. Um, back in the day when you were at Missouri State Fair, you had to go to the Dodge Arena. Uh, yep. And then you qualified there to get in front of the grandstands on Monday night. And we did that with the Pro Stock back then. We actually put Pro Stock down there then okay. uh, for a year, a year or so, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the that was the arena back over in the corner. Yep. yep. Uh, they call it, well, I can't remember they call it something else now, but it used to be Dodge Arena. Yeah. And they pull there. You go there at two o'clock in the morning. They're still pulling. <laughs> How many associations there was there? But it must have been twenty, if not twenty-five. It, it was crazy. It was tired of starting to cannon there. You couldn't get around nothing. I mean, you had to squeeze through and get out and. You might pull at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You might pull at 10 o'clock at night. You didn't know. I mean, it was wow. – that separates you out, and then you got to go to the – if you if you got face high enough, you get to go into the pull that night or next day at next night at uh, in front of the rain, rain grandstands. Yep. So in, – In pulling over the years since you've been pulling, I mean, what uh, – the biggest change, it had, something that had the biggest effect – on pulling, it could be on, on the tractor, on how it pulled, uh, it could be tires, something performance related, but anything in your mind that stands out that was a, a big change uh, for your class? The biggest change I think that happened for everybody was the roll cage, uh, the yeah. safety roll cage. That seemed to change the tractors from, oh, you look at them now when they don't have a cage on them and you look at them when they do, it looks more professional. I mean, just like it brought the tractors into a different level compared to what we used to look like, you know. Um, of course, your little fuel pumps got better. The turbos got better, you know. Tires, there's a lot of choices of tires. They, they, all, they all seem to add up. But the roll cage seemed to be the biggest actual looking at a tractor and seeing that nice cage on there and safety. Uh, them Safety with the roll cage is probably the biggest step that Pulling made period for a long time. That, in my opinion, I mean, it just it just made everything look more professional. Added a hundred visual horsepower right there, huh? Well, it, it did. I mean, you go back and look at the old days, and guys sat out there and they got thrown off and a seat belt around them. You know, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> the guy would fly off the track and land on the ground. <laughs> that don't happen anymore. Yeah, I've uh, seen it happen. I, I... I saw it happen in McLeod, Kansas, back in the '90s. Actually, yep. Uh, saw a guy get thrown off. Uh, he ended up winning the class. I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, yeah, threw him right over the front. It was bouncing pretty hard towards the end of the track, and last bounce threw him right over the hood, and he went to the hospital, won the class, and uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty scary to see that happen. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely improved the safety and. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it adds some professionalism. Shows we're serious about safety and, and things. It does. Pulling, um, wasn't a whole lot of it in the early days. I mean, you see the pictures no. from the old days of T-shirts and shorts and a ball cap, and that was about it, you know. Yeah, you might even see the beverage on the fender at one time if you had the right pull. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit little bit open, open at one time, yes. Uh, I think when you got rid of the narrow fronts and, you know, some of that stuff that it – Everything kind of evolved into a 
safety part of it really is the biggest change. I think is just more safety stuff. And, and you get on a tractor nowadays. Well, you you drove one this summer. You know, you drove Andrews. You get in, you felt very comfortable, very safe, very. You know, you weren't worried about tipping the tractor or you weren't about getting hurt. You know, uh, back in the day, you jump on them, and I seen you caught the oil uh, oil pad bolts. You know, tractor so high in the air, <laughs> and uh, down they come and. You know, then the weed bars came into effect. I mean, all that changed, you know, since we first started pulling. You know, there was no such thing as a wheelie bar or, or safety blankets. You know, you've seen many tractors split in half. Uh, just the safety aspect with real, with the roll cages and what we're doing now, I just think it makes it look a lot more professional. And, and uh, you know, I, I see a lot of crews got their shirts now. Um, it just looks more professional than back in the day. Yo, Alan, on just on aesthetics and looks of things, I wanted to comment the videos Jason was playing before we started. I noticed that you guys mount your GoPro either to your left or right inside the roll cage. Uh, to me, that's just a fantastic video angle. You see quite a few onboard shots anymore, but it's always right on the front of the roll cage up top or whatever. I love the angle that you guys use for your onboard. It just adds a whole new perspective to somebody watching the video, you feel like you're literally sitting in the cage with you. Are you? Yeah, well, that's kind of that's that's not really by that that's kind of by accident on our side. If you don't remember, I'm not very tall; I can't reach very far, so I put it close. I turned the dumb thing on. <laughs> that's it, it was a good accident. It adds a great angle to it. Don't I would never change it. Well, otherwise, otherwise you gotta, you know, have somebody come up there, and turn it on, and and uh, one of my pet peeves of pulling is you got you're in the pits, you're sitting there, and you're watching the tractor pull, and then somebody gets up beside the tractor, and there's a five minute conversation with the driver, and he hooks the sled, like, yeah, gee, whiz, you know, <laughs> let's get going. I mean, same thing, going out and turn a camera on or something, you know, get that stuff done so you get the show roll, and that's a pet peeve of mine. I just, I just like. You ain't going to tell him nothing in five seconds he hasn't been talking about for an hour. I mean, what the hell? It ain't going to change. You know, one other thing I would ask, you being of our Legends series, we talked to the young guns. Ron's been talking to them for weeks on end. And not just the young guns, but maybe there's somebody out there watching this that's considering getting into pulling. What's some advice you would give to a new puller or some of the young guns? Oh, really, the, the best advice that I used a lot of time was listen to the older guys. Listen to the people that are pulling against. Uh, I see Mark was just on, you know, watch what Mark does or or myself or somebody and understand what they're doing and ask questions. Uh, the young gun, don't be scared to ask a question. If you don't know it, ask. Worst they do is tell you they can talk to you. Uh, you know, and uh, when you get done pulling, don't go sit in, the, don't go sit in your trailer and do not go watch tractor pulling. You're learning a lot just sitting on the track. And if nothing else, sometimes just close your eyes. And you can hear tractors and hear noises that you can't hear and see at the same time. We do that a lot. Just sit there and sometimes just close your eyes and listen. And you can tell if a motor is running. Uh, you know, and, and watch the guy ahead of you. Watch a track. You know, that's learn how to read a track. Uh, I'll say, why do you side jack? Probably the best track reader I know. He'll find that track somewhere. It don't matter where it's at, but he sneaks over and he finds it somehow, and that's because he's watching all the time. 
He ain't sleeping over there, you know. Uh, I used to like pulling behind him, guys, because I knew it when he went down there. It's probably a pretty good spot to go. So we <laughs> kind of <laughs> uh, you pick somebody out that, that is a good track reader, you know, that you pull ahead and you pull with a lot. And uh, just, just be obs- obs- uh, observant which, around your surroundings while you're there. Um, you learn a lot. Um, if you get done, go sit in the trailer and, you know, kick back and, and don't go watch nothing. You, you, to me, you lose out. Uh, I get probably much fun at track point as I get done. If we're especially early class, just to sit there and just watch the different vehicles down there and what they're doing and how their tires are acting and how the track changes. And if you got a two day hook, sometimes you get you pick a tip up, you know, that, that gets you. Yep. Speaking of the young guns, uh, just, uh, anyone in your class in the super farm division who you think is somebody to watch uh somebody that you may even be watching thinking you know this this guy or this gal is gonna gonna be right in there in the mix here pretty soon in the next couple of years anybody in there that you uh you think is, is up and coming and it's gonna be right there in the mix next season yeah uh the john deere jared johansson that's that's jared. uh Yep, Tim Lotman's old tractor, and I pulled in Tim Lotman a lot, Super Farm. Uh, Tim is always a good puller, uh, good balance. Even today, he don't go all the time, but when he shows up, he's somebody to pull against and contend with. I think that's one of our newer tractors. Uh, not basically all hard to watch. you got to watch them all, but uh, first year out, never driving a pulling tractor. Uh, got very close to winning one. Uh, to me, that's that's quite accomplished in the first year out. I mean, that's uh, I think next year he gets a little more seat time. He's going to be more consistent and harder to beat. Yeah, I think he's going to be the one that's going to be uh, okay. as trouble Alfred, as troublesome as the rest of them guys. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> he had a pretty rough go after Gibbon. I'll tell you that. Uh, Jared did. Uh, Lord, I passed him twice. Broke down on the way to to. Uh, uh, West Point, um, and he still made it in there to pull. So yeah, he's pretty devoted puller. He, he's enjoying it. Uh, I think you tell him we were going to pull in Alaska. He'd be the first one there. Is all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> As of right now, yeah, he's he's a good asset to our class. Yep. Uh, the white Mark tractor. Well, the white tractor is another tractor uh, that really made some gains over the over the summer. Um, which we're very very good, good. Glad for the. The, the team, you know, they're they're really good guys, and you know they they've been middle pack, you know, and they know it. And uh, this year, towards the end, they was right up in there. I mean, uh, doing some really nice pull with that white. Yeah. Bryce Bryce Brummett says says Big A and Jimmy Brackett have forgot more than most will ever learn. Uh, <laughs> and the the knowledge you guys have about pulling. Yeah, I kind of forgot. I didn't mention Jimmy, but uh, I spent a lot of time down at Jimmy's house, too. Uh, he taught me a lot. Doug Roberts helped me out a lot. Uh, you know, along with the Almers, we all, them, them guys have been around pulling a long, long time. Uh, yeah, I, my tractor actually was in Jimmy's bracket shop for one winter. We worked on it down there. Um, learning, you know, kind of. On our own, and and uh, kind of helped each other out, and and Jimmy did a lot, did a lot. A uh, really good friend of mine. Yep. <clears throat> Mark Mark Homer chimed in there a few minutes ago, and uh, 
said, good evening. and said, you're always a class act way back to the South Dakota pulling days. And he agreed about Hinton being a great place to pull as well. Yep. And that back in the South Dakota state track pulling station. Yep. We, uh, we all pulled there together. Um, they pulled South Dakota state Fair. I actually promoted the South Dakota state fair for two years. Uh, me and Gary Whiff. Yeah. Um, we put it on as NTPA one year and an outlaw pull the next year. And uh, our year we had in the outlaw side, we got rained out. Um, but, yeah, we actually promoted South Dakota State Fair for a couple of years, trying to keep that going. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Alan, uh, you know, in March, we're, we're doing the Cowtown Showdown. There's, there's a few people pushing to get the Super Farm class in there. Would you be coming down there? Oh, yeah, I imagine. Uh, one thing about a super farm, they seem to kind of trail wherever the tractor pulls at. They don't, you know, we don't, our class don't complain much about traveling. Uh, usually they get on the, get on the truck and away they go if they're ready. <laughs> there you go. I know, I know Jared is pretty excited. He, he's wanting to get the super farms in there in Kansas City. So, yeah, he's, he's I told pretty- you he'd go to Alaska if we had a pull too. I remember the sources out here now. Let's not get too carried away. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> you know the the things we're doing right now with the outlaws and, uh, and promoting on on social media and such, and, and pushing our young guns. I mean, where do where do you see tractor pulling going? I mean, you know, things have changed over the years. I mean, there's no there's no doubt with with the next up and coming generations. You know, with social media and um. What do you think we need to do to, to reach out to to folks to get people, you know, get butts in the seats at tractor pulls? Wow, that's a lot of question one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like, I, like uh, I think I think you go in a very good direction with that Heartland series. I really think uh, if you look around, you know, you, we, uh, me and Dave Nelson talked about it here a couple of years ago when he first come back. Uh, we had quite a conversation for a couple hours on the phone about plant, and we talking and and we talking about Oklahoma, you know, Josh in, in the southern area, and we was talking about uh, uh, not Cape Girardeau, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a long way. That's that's almost that's almost where nobody nobody travels anymore down there, buddy. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, the, the Heartland Series, uh, you get your feet wet with that. I really think uh, you got a good handle on where that's going. Um, if we're going to expand like, you know, like we probably could, um, it'd be nice to get a couple more series like that down south and out, out, out east and, and tie it with the outlaws and just broaden our umbrella, but keep it so we don't <laughs> You know what I mean? Just don't over try to saturate what we're doing. Yeah. Um, that's uh, so. I think you're. I think you're going to need some Heartland type series to help us out. That's just kind of my opinion. I think there's some good. There's some really good opportunities out there. Um, you know, uh, the boys they'll figure it out. They're they're they got under control, and you're helping them out. And but I think uh, that I think to me that's that's kind of the future. If you're gonna grow like we're growing and keep everything under control is to get just to get uh, some other parts of the country involved under the outlaws. And I believe it would, it would expand our world would expand that way. And then of course, social media don't hurt nothing. I mean, uh, don't really know how, you know, 
every guy don't don't even know about tractor pull. The next guy can't get enough of it. So it's just a big right. spectrum where you're looking at, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a tool that we, you know, we're using to try to reach out uh, to, you know, the next upcoming generations. But uh, just to clarify, do I need to take Super Farms out of Cape Girardeau then? 2022 uh, I, I don't think the schedule changed i didn't see him in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah omar he had a little trouble getting down there i think it's his complaint about <laughs> yeah he, sure he almost didn't make it I think let's get back to spence i think <laughs> <laughs> uh, bryce brummett chimed in again he's wanting to know uh who makes the best biscuits and gravy in southwest missouri he said ummel wants to know well, Mr. Almo probably big frying pan on that. We're doing the, the Kansas sweep deal. We came from, uh, oh, uh, no. Why well, try to help me think of the town? Spring, not Springfield. The one, uh, the big town on 44. Um, we still have a banquet there. Jeff City, maybe. Springfield. What is it? Springfield, Nebraska. Oh, yeah, I think that's where that. Springfield, Missouri. Yep. Yeah, we came. We came back from Washington, Missouri, to Springfield, Missouri, and we was going to uh, pull up in Nebraska, up in Kansas, and we sat down at Jeff's shop, and we had biscuits and gravy, and and uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, all, all a bunch of us stopped there. It must have been fifteen trucks, I guess. We all stayed overnight there, and got morning. He cooked us biscuits and gravy, and. Even from up north, I probably ate a lot of grits and beef and gravy before, you know. <laughs> it's not in our menu in this part of the world. It's not. You know that? I, I love grits, and you don't you don't see them too much up here. People kind of look at you a little funny when you ask for grits. <laughs> you all you know, too. What the hell is grits? <laughs> What's well, corn, isn't it? <laughs> well, you're eating it. I don't know. <laughs> you tell the story, buddy. Well, it's great with eggs. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what it is, but it's good. <laughs> Josh, you don't like grits and gravy, don't you? What's that? I love, I love this. I love don't you know the grits? Yeah, don't oh, you know? Yeah. Uh, what is huh? We eat them all the time down here. Grits, gravy. What is it? What is, it? Hey, what is grits? Don't get me to lying to you. Good eating is all I can tell you. <laughs> See, don't, don't, don't even know what's in it, but you eat it. <laughs> I just had, I never heard of it. I just had some last just last week, like four days ago. I was down in Florida, and they had grits. I saw it on the menu, and I said, "Heck yeah!" And I had to get some. But you don't sure what it was. <laughs> Maybe one of those things, Alan. You don't want to know. You never can tell. You know. Uh, you uh, you might be right. It might be a part of the cow or pig you don't want to eat, but that's might be. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe maybe here in the next year or two, we'll get you back down here to Chicken Shack with that super farm. Yeah, you never know. Yep, yep. It's uh, yes, it works out. Yeah. The research research department just brought this up here. Grits is a porridge made from boiled cornmeal. Uh, hominy grits is a type of grits made from hominy corn that is <coughs> with an alkali and a process. Called nixtamalization, so boiled cornmeal. Okay, I think that translates to good eating, right? A little butter, 
some pepper and good over easy runny <laughs> eggs. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the how we got the grits and gravy tractor pull, we made it. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen on here, Alex. Uh, absolutely not. That that's that's the kind of makes makes this part of the world fun. We meet different people and uh well, both of you guys are, I'm going to call you newbies compared to uh, some of those old guys been around forever. I'm sure you're seeing some things that you've never thought you'd see in tractor pull world. Uh, you ever did a dance out and give it a branch in the trailer with a little bitty jukebox before? I think Ron's done that last year. <laughs> that you had, you were proud of that, that little jukebox there. He's playing some. Well, so are you, you're trying to steal some. You remember that? You try to chime into and get your country and western music on there. Yeah, you didn't like a rock and roll stuff we'd listen to. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so now Homer's telling on you a little bit here. So maybe you need a little red beer to go with the grits. I have no problem with red beer. That That's sometimes pretty tasty. Yes, it is. <laughs> that, that was another staple on the Kansas sweep, I take it. No, no, just, just 3 o'clock in the morning is pretty stable on a, you know, you ever been in Kansas during the summertime, which you have been, you live down there, but between, usually between about noon and 6 o'clock, you didn't see nobody walk around. It's too darn hot down there. We just all stayed in the trailers, but boy, about 3 o'clock in the morning, it was pretty nice out. That was a lot of, <laughs> lot of fun that Kansas sweep. That was a good time. Hot, uh, hot and windy. You forgot to mention that. That hot wind is, is enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was something that you, that you, that you blew every day, it seemed like. 20, 30 miles an hour and about 100 degrees out. Yeah, it was, uh, oh, I don't, I think you could, if you name all the people on, you talk to them, and everybody just smiled, you say Kansas Sweep if you've been on it, because it was, uh, it was one of a kind deal that probably never happened again. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard a lot about it. All the pullers that I've talked to that were pulling then all talk highly about that Kansas Sweep, how much fun it was. <laughs> Bryce Brummett, Chime, are you reading this, Alan, about you putting on your, oh, yeah. your helmet, strapping into the tractor, getting ready for a tornado in Diamond, Missouri? Was this before? We were down in Diamond, Missouri. I don't remember. You. We was pulling down there, and, and a storm come by. We was in there watching watching on TV, and and uh, I remembered my uh, I remember my awning was still out. So I said, let's get the awning in. By the time we got out there and grabbed that awning, the wind took it. And I said, uh, get indoors. And I thought, Chad thought I said, run for the cornfield. And I had to chase him down and bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they, went, they went through a, a rain all night. And you know how tough a rain all night can be. <laughs> Just, Justin's asking for any good Western sweep stories. I think we're telling some right now. So. I just say I don't think Justin's been paying attention. We've had them going for the last ten minutes here. So, Alan, anybody uh, that oh, the Western sweep was well, go ahead, go ahead. Western sweep is different than Kansas sweep. The Western sweep used to be Ottawa, Carroll, Hinton, and Boone, Iowa. That was uh, the Western sweep. Okay. Four, four nights, four, four nights, four Poland. Yep. Yeah, we've, yep, we've there was a uh, that was another good time. We've got a little sweep going through Iowa this summer that uh, we're going to be promoting once uh, we get the schedule all 
all cinched up and solidified here. That's starting, you know, that, that Brit Wednesday night in Brit, and it goes through Saturday night. We've got uh, all Iowa pulls through that week there, Wednesday through Saturday. So one Missouri pull in there as well. So um, a lot of pulls on the schedule coming up this summer. Uh, Alan, you've, you've, you've seen a little bit of that schedule. You know what I'm talking about. It's going to be a busy summer. Yeah, there you go. Read that there. <laughs> I, was, I was talking about, I was talking about the audience. Yeah, I was talking about the audience because it was starting to take us away with the wind blows. So I said, let it go. And next thing he took off running for the cornfield, and I had to go chase him down. Get over here. <laughs> uh, how old, yeah. How old was he at that time? Oh, I don't know, 14 maybe, somewhere in that area. He probably could answer that. I don't know for sure. That, uh, <clears throat> so throughout your career, Alan, I mean, you know, could have been when you first started, could have been any time in your career and anybody, you know, that you'd like to thank uh, that's helped you out over the years. Well, I kind of mentioned a lot of them, um, you know, you know, the owner, Jimmy Brackett, Doug Roberts, uh, Riverside, them guys did a lot for me. Um, didn't didn't know much actually when we first started you know i mean kid off the farm didn't know all that stuff and dan dan uh teal and leonard paulson come out of the john deere back in the early days and working down the old shop with a fan on 100 degrees you know trying to get the dumb thing together uh they're the ones that you know that was around and we asked a question like oh don't be scared to ask a question never get an answer otherwise they're the ones right. they worked with that, you know from, oh, I don't know, build a motor to airflow to whatever. And, uh, you know, if you got a question, ask any of them guys. They'll give you a good answer. Robert Miner's asking, uh, what's the hardest track to pull on, I guess, that you've ever pulled on? Maybe the trickiest track, maybe? Uh, Imperial, Kansas. Uh, no matter what gear you put in, you choked it. That thing was for some just like just like glue. Uh, never run to track like it again. You take off down there, and uh, that was I always doing a pure cans. We was pulling down there, and uh, you go down there, and every track about every class just died. You just <clears> it was <throat> the stickiest thing I've seen in my life. Huh. Hmm. So that was what was the dirt? Was it black dirt and clay, or it was kind of a clay dirt? It didn't look that sticky, but boy. You get down there and it just choked every one of us, just huh. like that. Um, another track that did it this year was Concord okay. and Mobile. Both had really good tracks. Uh, Wisner, Wisner's probably a, a, one of the tricky ones to figure out. It's got that sand and all that with it. Wisner's is hard to figure out for us. It's uh, we've had success there, but overall, Wisner yeah, took a while to figure out that track. You know, how, how about the Iowa State Fair this year, this season? That one was that don't count. That's brand new. We won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come around. It'll come around. You got to get them guys' hats off. They, you know, they got a nice facility now. That's going to be a, a really nice pool to be at. You know, I'm glad you're back in the Iowa State Fair. Um, way better in the old days. You drive through the crowd. Now you can get in and out pretty easy. Uh, that's going to be a that's going to be up and coming. Good, real good pool. Yeah. Um, they'll get the dirt right. It, it's brand new. It's they missed it a little this year, but you know, the only thing is you all pulling the same dirt. Yeah. So what you, what you complain about? 
That's exactly right. I was getting ready to go there. So, yep. Well, Alan, uh, appreciate you coming on tonight, taking the time out of your evening. Uh, been great talking with you and reminiscing and seeing some of the, your, your buddies commenting on, uh, some of the memories there throughout your career. So, uh, appreciate Josh coming on and helping me out tonight as well. But, uh, Alan, we'll see you around next summer. Did you have anything you wanted to add here tonight? Uh, just thanks for having me on. And I don't know, I don't know what a legend is, but I don't know if we qualify yet, but I'm, I'm glad you put me in that category. I'm very, very proud to be on here with you guys. Kind of humbling really. Um, I think you qualify. I think, you know, when you think super farm with outlaws, uh, it, you'd be off the mark if you didn't mention uh, Alan Andrews. So kind of hard to have those thoughts and not thank Alan Andrews for sure. And, and a Dakota deer for sure. So, well, yeah, we they're all longer than dirt, not quite long than some, but I, I think if you look at the register, I'm probably the top five for the longest outlaw member still pulling. Huh. Um, okay. but we've been around for that long. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Whitey and Donald and uh, Bill Overstreet. Uh, know some of the names that come to mind. Jimmy Brackett. Uh, they're still going. But after that, there's not too many. Uh, you might get in the four-wheel drive side of it. I don't know all them gentlemen. But uh, we've been around all since it's, you know, we started pulling actually in Missouri State Fair in 92. And that was uh, Bill uh, Carl Buckner actually ran the outlaws back then. Yeah. And uh, – I, I think this story is true. Uh, the Outlaws, nobody really knows its beginning. Uh, the Outlaws was a tractor, not a tractor, I'm sorry, truck, and a uh, modified pulling group. I mean, mini rod pulling group. Okay. And it first started, I believe, if that, that's correct. And then uh, they started adding tractors a little later on back in the, well, I'm going to say early 90s, somewhere in that time. Yeah, talk to somebody that was there, you know, like the Sluters or the Doug Roberts or Jimmy Brackets that was in there more than I was. But, you know, them guys to me are the, the true mm-hmm. legends. Uh, the Sluter family has been around pulling down that part of the world forever. And, and uh, the Brackets and, and, and uh, you know, they, they've been there forever. Um, Dip, I could tell you a little more about the true star of the history of the Outlaws. Um uh, I could say more, but I'm not going to. But... <laughs> <laughs> You know, but uh, yeah, that that's kind of the true start of it, and and we kind of in on the, you know just pulling with them, had nothing to do with the business of tractor puller, but uh, that's kind of how the outlaws was called, and now it is what it is today. You know, it changed a lot since I first started going. Yeah, so. Justin. Uh, Justin asked if uh, do you know anything about the fire and ice making a comeback. Oh, Ronald, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about Ronald. He might. <laughs> he might. <laughs> I keep I keep trying to get him to do it, but uh, he gives me the old shoulder once in a while like he ain't going to talk to me, so I ain't sure how far we're getting on that deal. <laughs> uh, fire and ice, and, and uh, that was my trailer mate back in the Western Kansas Sweep days. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, uh, we lost a friend, Jim Eamon. That was his cousin. We lost him uh, last this last year. Uh, he used to drive a truck all the time. Yep, that was uh, kind of a tough day for us, yes. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we pulled uh, Dewey, his dad, and uh, 
I kind of forgot about the old guy like Fred Patch and Simonsons and, and Ricky Barrett and, you know, all them guys, they've been around as long as I ever longer, you know, they actually were probably pulling some of that stuff before I was there. But uh, to me, that's the guys that are the old legends that have been around forever, you know, that, uh, yeah. <coughs> we're going to, we're going to keep this series going. We're going to, we're going to talk to as many of the legends as we can. So, um, yeah, well, there's a bunch of names just mentioned that I'm sure you probably got in your screen, but there's uh something guys they could give you a better history of actually how it started and you know you basically know how the soup farms got started. You know we started '95 and on a regional level and we're out here today, I guess. Yeah, still making it work and competitive as ever. Yep. So. Uh, oh yeah, it's always it's always been that way though. Yeah, well, it's an enjoyable class. I enjoy watching it and you know mainly because of just how competitive it is. I mean, you guys are are right there, you know. It, it comes down when it comes down to the last hook every season, you know it's a good class to watch, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Pretty, uh, my buddies are all pretty tight lip. They don't tell you a lot either, you know. They make you learn on your own. They don't give you a lot of clues. <laughs> I try not to ask too many of those uh, sensitive questions, Alan, but uh, you don't have to answer whenever I ask them. So. <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing they don't already know. <laughs> so Curtis Curtis is always fun to watch watch you pull they have good machines but uh well Alan we're gonna we're gonna call it a night it's great having you on here I appreciate you coming on it's some some pretty cool stories about uh, the sweeps and things and how how you got started pulling so just want to say thanks for coming on tonight well I thank you for having me on it's an honor uh like I said I don't I'm just glad you gave me a call how's that sound Appreciate it, Alan. Have a great night. Been yep, a lot of fun, Alan. Thank you. We'll Take care. Have a good night. Oh, by the way, you got to say this, Ron. Got to say Merry Christmas to everybody because we ain't supposed to say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 safe with that around here, Alan. So Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. What happened here is to all, 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 all our friends out there that are watching, and uh, we'll see you next year probably. See you out on the track. Merry Christmas, Alan. Yeah, man. Good night. Good night. Josh, man, what what a what a what a story right there! Yeah, some pretty pretty cool stories uh, that uh, he had about the, the sweeps and and uh, I'm trying to figure out how to. There we go. There we go. A lot of knowledge in that head, I guarantee you. Yeah, a lot of. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how to not make myself so big here. <laughs> so. Well, that didn't help any. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We still got Alan on there, though. <laughs> there. Hey, there you go. <laughs> we get this figured out. <laughs> we got the watchful eye of uh, Mr. Schultz watching over. We're good here. Like awesome. Well, yeah. awesome. Hey, still talking. <laughs> so yeah, pretty good. Uh, pretty good interview there. Yeah, it was. Alan's a great guy. Talked to him at several of the shows. Just always a pleasure to be around. Doesn't matter what he's doing. Always willing to talk to you. Just heck of a class act of a puller right there. Yeah, pretty pretty neat stories. I love hearing all those stories and and seeing some of uh, you know some of the guys that pulled pulled with them. You know, chiming in. Hey, remember this or remember that? You know that. Uh, that uh, triggers some memories and they start talking about it. It's pretty cool to hear some of those stories. And, uh, 
that Kansas sweep and the Western sweep and all those sweeps back in the day, I, I hear nothing but good things about how fun and how, how cool those were back in the day. So, yeah, I, I it was Concord this year. I think it was after the show was over, I was able to go down and visit with them guys for just a little bit. And you definitely got to watch. You get around that group <laughs> after a full, you know, you, you may have to ride your pants legs up a little bit to keep them dry, but a lot of fun. <laughs> they probably had 25 people sitting there in a circle, just having a good time telling stories. So. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. Omer still, he's, he's Mark Omer's telling, uh, uh, Alan to have fun down in Cape. I think we got light supers down there again, Mark, just saying, I, they liked you so much down there. They want you to come back. So I was a pretty good haul for him. Cape Girardeau was way down there in the Southeast corner of Missouri. That's a good haul for just about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Josh, how's Chickasha looking for next year? Man, Chickasha is looking good. We've been doing a lot of talk with our sponsors Got a lot of our sponsors back from last year. We've added some new ones. We've added a couple of classes right now. We're up to five classes for this year. It's it's going to turn out to be a good show, I think. You know, we're two days. It's going to turn out really good this year. Doing everything I can 